Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Mentorship Gold with Shaiju Matthew. Today, we are going to talk about the right way to move your mentor. And when I say the right way, it is also because there is a way you can move your mentor in the flesh but the things of the spirit must be diagnosed, corrected, and led by the spirit in the spirit. When you begin an intentional journey with a spirit-led pastor, we also have to take it into account that there is a heavenly involvement in your journey. Now, when you miss seeing your relationship through the eyes of the Lord and how God has ordained it to be, then you will begin to see that your relationship will begin to fail. Aligning yourself with the understanding of the big picture that the need is yours will help you receive that help the way you're supposed to receive. Now, many people arrive at the right help and the right helper, but because their perception of how help is received or how help was withheld, it causes them to act in a certain way that will make them lose their help and especially their time. So it's very critical that you not only grow in your understanding, but grow with the growth of your helper so that you are relevant for today's help. God willing, I will cover this further in a future episode of how you can sustain the help that God has provided. Today, I want to focus on how many times a believer or a mentee gets disappointed because a certain help that they expected from the helper did not come in a time and a way that they desired for it to come. This information that I'm giving you is, is broadly affecting many areas. It can help you even in your job and how you can deal with your boss, your pastor, your prophet, even in your house with your spouse. Understanding this verse can remove unwanted disappointments in this spiritual journey. Reading from Proverbs 21 verse one, I'm reading from the NLT version, the king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides it wherever he pleases. Right there, it's loud and clear how you can move your mentor's heart the short answer is the Lord has to move his heart. If so, what you can then do is to align yourself with the Lord who then directs his heart towards helping you. Allow me to throw more light on this verse. When God plants you in a certain church or under a certain leader, he has also placed a strategy of how you can be established through many laws of honor, laws of generosity, laws of purpose, humility, servitude, and many other principles that are God-ordained. When you recognize those principles and look to God, your helper, he will then move the hearts of kings around you to come to your help. If for a second, if you look at the life of Nehemiah, you will see that he recognized that there were breach in the walls. What does he do? He kneels down before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and he begins to confess his sins. He begins to confess the sins of his fathers. He begins to confess the sins of his nation and say, Lord, I need your help. And he goes on to say, Lord, give me favor in the sight of the King. Following which, 
The next day, as he's in the presence of the king, the Bible says the king noticed him. Now remember, Nehemiah has been standing before the king all these days of his life, but this was the first time after he made certain prayers that God caused the king to take notice of Nehemiah. And not only the king was moved to help Nehemiah, the king also sent letters to other governors to come and aid him in his help. Do you remember when God said, to Israelites, I have heard your cry and have come down. But the truth was, none of the Israelites saw God, but it was Moses who had a visitation from God because of the cry of his people. Notice, when God remembered Cornelius, it was Peter who had a visitation from the Lord, and Peter was sent to go and help Cornelius. This is the same thing that happens when you pray. When you pray, there is somebody that is having a direct visitation from heaven. God is moving the heart of a king somewhere to come and give you the instructions and the restorations and that help that you so importantly need. Now, it takes an intelligent believer to recognize these signs. When you hear a sermon from your pastor, when you hear a hello, a visitation, a response, they begin to celebrate it because they know it is God himself speaking, reaching out through a human being. And I believe that this information is coming to you because God has remembered you as well. So any amount of disappointment in your leader is a sign of ignorance because you don't know how the kingdom works. It is God who moves the heart of the king towards you. Here's another verse in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. It says, first of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings, and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. So there's a direct relation between having a peaceful life, a blessed life with how you pray that causes things around you to align itself to the peace in heaven. Sometimes we allow unbelief, indecisiveness, and lack of understanding to speak against those that were supposed to bless us. And many times we don't feel so terrible because these thoughts are in our head and we feel okay as long as we don't act out but what we forget is that this indecisiveness in your spirit is breaking the alignment of God's favor that is supposed to come on your life. It may be true that the king is not aware of what you're thinking, but the God who moves the heart of the king is very aware of your unbelief. So God has to now wait for your spirit to come into alignment before he can release further favor and blessings on your life. Why must God use somebody to bless you when you still don't have a revelation of the sent help? However, let me remind you, a king cannot bless you unless that blessing is sent from heaven. So turn your eyes away from your disappointments. If only people can understand this, they will stop getting hurt and offended in the body of Christ because they now understand invitation does not come from a pastor. Promotion does not come from your boss. Favor is not a man's doing. Therefore, 
We must move away from a culture of shortcuts, immediate gratification, and a spirit of entitlement that is swamping our generation. Instead, I pray that you would humble yourself that you may receive a blessing from the Lord. Remember, even the love that Peter has for the sheep is not his own. Jesus said, if you love me, then feed the sheep. So sometimes when you see Peter feeding the sheep, you may think that Peter loves the sheep so much, but the truth is he loves the Lord so much and it is the Lord that moves his heart to love the sheep. So take your eyes away from your pastor and put your eyes on the Lord and begin to pray before every service with anticipation. Some things that you really hope that you can speak one-on-one -on -one with him, you will be amazed how God will then begin to move his heart even to speak directly to you from the platform on the Sunday service out of hundreds of others that are in the crowd. Some people feel so entitled. I, I just want a prayer. I'm only asking for, is it not their job to, to pray? No, it's not. Their job is to be sensitive to the Lord and to be led by the Lord. And it is the Lord who causes certain things to come to you. Remember that woman who had a daughter who was demon-possessed. She begged and pleaded to Jesus to pray for her daughter. Instead, Jesus ignored her. So if your pastor ignores, would you walk out on him? Or would you remember the story of this woman and say, I have to learn how to tap into the favor of the Lord because favor doesn't come from a man. It comes from the Lord. If you today find yourself unable to tap into the access and the opportunities that you desire to receive, do not be disheartened. I want to encourage you, do not despise the small access and the simple beginnings that God give you. Take time to study the Bible, to find ways how people tapped into the men of God. Do not let pride leave your place of blessing. Study your initial approach and find out why it failed. Don't keep repeating the same things and expect a different result. Do not let your ego turn you against your help and say these grapes are sour. Maybe this is a test of your character. This could be a test of time. So instead, stay under the mighty hand of God so he can lift you up in due time. I hope this has blessed you. Now get back to the drawing board, research, confess, repent, align yourself to where God has planted, humble yourself, and I believe God will cause great favor to come upon you. I see you flying high. Until we see you again, God bless.